You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 404. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 404. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? Without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, Amy E. Smith. Hey, hey, pod people, Amy here. And I am thrilled to bring you another installment of our manifestation series. And although we have been focusing more around manifesting a soulmate or an intimate partnership, that is not all that this has been. This is going to be the last episode in this installment. And a lot of the principles and concepts that we've been talking about throughout this entire series have actually been applicable to truly anything you want to manifest in your life. If it is business partnerships or opportunities inside your career, or maybe it's new friendships, money, or success, or any of those other things, the principles are very much the same. I'm going to be talking with Victoria Gallagher, who is actually a fellow hypnotherapist. She's quite a bit more established than I am, as she has been doing this work for 20 years. So pretty incredible. And we are very much aligned in our philosophy and how we approach hypnosis. And she really has an expertise, particularly in the field of law of attraction. So you're going to hear that we talk a lot about how that relates to intimate partnerships. But again, all of that can very much be applied to anything you're looking to manifest. So do not turn this off if you're thinking, oh, this is only for people who are wanting to manifest them. I'm already in a relationship or blah, 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 blah. There will be something that you can extract from this guaranteed. So let me tell you a little bit about Victoria. She is a worldwide leader in hypnotherapy. She is a best-selling author. She has a bunch of books, one of which we'll link into the show notes about specifically manifesting your soulmate an international speaker, and a renowned authority on law of attraction. She also has a really killer app that you'll hear us discuss. We'll also put a link to that in the show notes as well. She is also trained in NLP, meditation, personal growth topics, all sorts of stuff. I think you will enjoy this. I thoroughly loved my conversation with her. And before I let you loose to jump into this episode, I just wanted to mention if you are out there struggling with some of these concepts or you really are dealing with the loss of self-worth or believing that you are enough, you find yourself constantly gripped by the investment in other people's opinions, people-pleasing, perfectionism, all of that stuff. That is something that I work with, y'all. That is my major wheelhouse. I talk a lot about communication and things like that, but behind all of that is how you relate to self. Do you believe that you are enough? Are you riddled with constant self-doubt? And that will directly influence what you manifest. You'll hear us talk about worthiness and beliefs a lot in this episode. And that is what I help people change. So if you're listening through to this episode and you can relate to some of those deep-seated beliefs around not being lovable, not being enough, maybe being uniquely damaged or not good or whatever else it might be, 
I can absolutely help you shift that and change that. I've done that with hundreds and hundreds of women. And I have a free workshop for you that outlines my process and five key things that you need to do in order to get you to that place where you're letting go of perfectionism, people pleasing, what everybody else thinks, and you're actually owning your enoughness and your self-worth. So go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. You can have a watch through that. I It details the work that I do in my signature program, which is called Deep Down and Dirty. It is a four-month immersion that is radically transformative as far as changing your belief systems, etc. So your first step is to watch that workshop. At the very end of the workshop, you'll see an opportunity to book a call with a member of my team. And on that complimentary call, you will be able to look at if deep down and dirty the program will be just the ass kicking that you might need to start shifting some of these disempowering beliefs so that you can speak up for yourself or go after the things that you want and aren't constantly getting in your way. Thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. That's your first place to stop off. If you want to hear more specifically about Deep Down and Dirty, you can also find that information on my site at thejoyjunkie.com. Just click on work with me and you can get more more data over there. So without further ado, let's jump in to this awesome combo with Victoria Gallagher. Victoria, hi, how are you? Hi, Amy. I'm so thrilled to have you on as a as a fellow hypnotherapist, but uh, one who is so much more tenured than I. And so I am just thrilled to impart all of your wisdom with my audience over here. Thank you very much for having me as a guest. Absolutely. So I know that you are quite focused on law of attraction. I know you've even written books about it. You have an app that has some focus on on law of attraction. So first off, before we dig into all the nitty gritty of how that might apply to relationships, how do you define law of attraction? I define law of attraction very simply in that Ultimately, you get what you focus on. If you think about something long enough, that thought is going to turn into something. It's going to turn into a a feeling. Uh, That feeling is going to inspire you. It's going to give you the the confidence. It's going to give you the belief. It's going to give you the motivation and the determination to take the right actions and eventually all actions are going to lead to some sort of result when it comes to the manifesting conditions. As I say that law of attraction is happening when all of the manifesting conditions are coming together in alignment simultaneously. So what is it? What is a manifesting condition then? So in my book, Practical Law of Attraction, I talk about the eight different manifesting conditions that ultimately um, need to come together and be in alignment. And the first of those is just the basic desire, being crystal clear about what you want. It really all starts there. And I try not to organize my conditions in any, like first you do this, second you do that. But in, in a lot of ways, I mean, it really makes sense that the very first thing would be that you would have 
a desire. The more specific that desire, the more law of attraction can really help you to manifest that. Because if you're thinking to yourself, I just want a good life. Sure. <laughs> right. That's, you know, that's a desire, but it's not extremely specific. So what does that even mean? <laughs> right. Or if you want, uh, I just want a good relationship, or I just want a good business, or I just want a body. All of those are okay. We're getting, we're getting a little more focused, but now we want to define, well, what does that even mean? What is a good relationship to you? What is a good business? What is a good body? What is great friendships? All of that. So it really starts with that, uh, that desire. And then, um, you know, you're thinking, what, what are you focused on? Are you focusing on that desire or are you focusing on the lack of that desire? A lot of people think that they're focusing on their desire when they say, well, I no longer want to create blah, blah, blah. I, I want to move away from, I want to get away from this. I want to stop doing that. That's focusing on the thing that you don't want rather than the thing that you do want. So we really want to get our thoughts and into alignment. And then, you know, we go into the imagination. What are you imagining for yourself? What are the pictures that you're holding in your mind? Cause this is how we speak to the subconscious. What do you believe about that thing? What, mm -hmm. what do you honestly believe? You know, as a hypnotherapist, I understand one thing more than anything in that is you have got to have that subconscious buy-in. And if the subconscious, the bigger part of your mind is not on board with that, and it has ulterior motives, it has <laughs> right. something else that's what's going to get created. It goes on and on from there. Those are the first four. <laughs> well, I mean, it's when we talk about this idea of how people don't buy into it, if you think about what someone's current life is, for example, you know, we've been talking lately about manifesting your soulmate or rich love or really rich friendships. And if you have been operating under this belief system, which we know is housed in the subconscious faculty of mind, that you don't deserve love, you're not lovable, people are going to leave you, you're not good enough, beautiful enough, whatever, fill in the blank. If that is driving that subconscious part of the mind, you are also thinking that when you're on a dating website and you're going, oh, they might not like me, they might not do whatever, or well, my it, subconsciously again, well, my, my mom left and so this person's gonna leave me too. And so then you think the same things and then you're out there conversing with friends and family about how nobody is out there who is awesome. And, it, but of course that's the case because you are continuing to focus on the shit you do not want. In fact, I'm sure you've seen that, that saying or that meme that's floated around that says worrying is like praying for shit you don't want. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that, and that's the thing, you know, so law of attraction, it works both ways. It doesn't just work on giving you what you want. It also works giving you, uh, you know, what you don't want, because those are the predominant thoughts that you're thinking about. If you're constantly thinking about what you don't want, or like you said, you have these limiting beliefs and feelings about yourself and you say, I can only... I can only imagine myself having somebody at this level. I, you know, I, mm -hmm. I couldn't possibly 
this, this type of person couldn't possibly be into me. Look, you know, little old me, I, I don't really have much to offer. And so that's another thing is the law of attraction gives you not necessarily what you want, but who you are, it matches who you are. And that's exactly why I've expressed to people. We did an exercise a few weeks ago where I was encouraging people to nail down who do you intend to be inside this relationship that you want to manifest? Because so often we're looking outside of ourselves like, okay, once I'm with this person, then all of a sudden my life can start. And if I'm loved that richly and loved that deeply, then maybe I'll be happy. Maybe then I will matter. And then it's kind of like, oh, wait a minute, why am I still searching for validation? Why am I still searching for all of these things outside of myself instead of recognizing that it's not just about what you get, it's about who you are being in order to attract an equal match. And I think our society gets that really wrong in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. of like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I do think as a feminist, disproportionately women are told like your value is in your partnership. And if you are married, right, we have- We have the silver fox, the debonair bachelor, but we have the old maid or the old hag if you're a single woman, right? So I think that there's societal constructs that we're up against all the time as well. But something that you mentioned earlier about one of the conditions and really being specific about what you're asking for, I had a friend who had put a quote up on Facebook that said, I always knew that I wanted to be somebody. And now now I realize I needed to be more specific. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It is absolutely true. Law of attraction is really about personal empowerment. You know, when it Mm -hmm. really comes down to it, It's it's about taking responsibility for where you're at right now and, and taking an honest inventory of your life. And you can really begin to connect all the dots and you can really begin to realize I created this and either I created it by default because I didn't choose something else more specific for myself. Like what you said Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I always wanted to be somebody and it's like, well, who did you, (laughs) who did you want to be? What did you want to be? What did you want that person to look like? How did you want that person to carry themselves? What kind of life did you want that person to have? If you can look at where you're at right now and you can 100% own that for yourself. You know, if you really go back to all the choices and decisions that you made, all of those different choices and decisions ultimately lead to where you are right now. You know, I think, I think there's something that's really important to discuss around this too, because I think there, there have been talks sort of in in the personal development space about spiritual bypassing and this idea of if there's somebody who's uh, grew up with various systems of oppression, whether it's with racial inequality or uh, gender inequality or all of these various ways in which marginalized communities have a tougher time accessing certain certain levels of wealth or success. And I've been having some interesting discussions with my husband about this lately because I think that 
from the spiritual aspect, it can be really easy to say, well, it's just simply about changing your thoughts, or it's so simple Mm -hmm. about changing your beliefs. And there are also all of these barriers in the way of actually getting there. Like if we're looking at, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, for example, and we're looking at the very top, like ideal need for us to be matched with is our self-actualization, which is kind of sort of what we're talking about here. But then on the very bottom realm of our needs is our need for shelter and for food. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so there's a large swath of individuals who are so uh, consumed mentally with taking care of their own physical well-being, that the idea of focusing on what they want is quite the privilege. So I don't dispute anything that you're saying mm-hmm. because I do feel like it works for absolutely every person. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we do have to work towards equity and equality for everyone so that working with this sort of thought process is available for people. So I, Mm -hmm. and I, so I don't think it's super simple or super easy, but I think it, it's important that we don't overlook that there are privileged arenas for this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I agree with that. So you're, you're, you can't do any better with this than your present level of awareness. There's people that probably, you know, really want to set themselves free that have that have never heard of the law of attraction before. They've never gotten this kind of information. So what what can we do with people mm-hmm. that have never been exposed to it? I think what it really comes down to is it's going to take both things. It's going to take exposure like we haven't seen before, which is what we have now with social media and getting getting the quality information to the masses. But then I think it's also on a political arena too of all of the things that we need to do to inspire equity for all people. And that certainly cannot be tackled in a 30-minute podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I think that there's a there's a lot of work to be done just on the various systems. It's like, yes, you can absolutely have hardship in your life and surmount that hardship for sure. But are there unnecessary systems that are putting more and more roadblocks in front of people that we can actually start changing as a society? And that's what I think is really pivotal and key. But we got off on a little tangent there. I would love to come back to, you know, we've been talking a lot about how how to manifest a a rich relationship or a soulmate. So I want to know from your perspective in the work that you do, what is the single biggest reason people fail to manifest what they want? Having a lack of consistent clarity, especially in, you know, in the area of relationships. For example, you're a woman and you've been on the single, not you necessarily, but I'm whoever is listening. You're a woman. You've been on the single scene for a while and you uh, decide for yourself, I, this is the year, this is the, the time for me, I'm going to set out and I'm going to find my dream relationship, man, woman, whatever. And I'm going to find that dream relationship. 
And then you go out on a few dates and you get let down and you get let down and you get let down and you kind of get the crap beat out of your psyche and you get disappointed, you get frustrated and you say, that's it. I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm taking myself off the dating scene and boom, now you've just really set a new intention. You've set an intention to stay single. And then you stay single for a few months. And you say, you know what? I think I'm going to dip my toe back in there again. So it's sending mixed signals, mixed messages to your subconscious. Because if you really want something, you've got to be committed to it. You've got to decide that I'm going to have this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to create this and I'm going to work on this until, (laughs) until giving up. I think that's probably one of the single biggest reasons why people fail. It's a lack of consistent, clear, committed um, intention on, on what it is that you actually want. If you stick with anything long enough, you are going to have it. And I will tell you, it took me six years in going on 100 dates before I met my soulmate. And a lot of people would look at that and say, there's no way I would be able to hang in there that long. I knew exactly what I wanted and I got exactly what I wanted. And we just celebrated our 13 year wedding anniversary after dating. (laughs) The reason why I can speak to that so well about going out there and, and, um, going on a few dates and having that frustration and saying, nah, never mind. <laughs> right. ne- never mind. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I said that myself so many times I, and I wasn't uh, clear and focused. And so eventually once I like really said, you know what, I'm ready. I'm going to do this. So I was dancing around it for a, you know, a number of years until I just, I listened to my hypnosis for manifesting your soulmate. It's like, Hmm, you know, maybe this will work for me. It works for a lot of other people. Maybe it'll work for me. <laughs> yes. I listen to my own hypnosis too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, I'm so glad that you brought this up because even if we're looking at sort of like the scientific understanding of what we know about the conscious versus the subconscious parts of the mind and the critical factor of the mind that acts sort of like the little guard dog, the little barrier in between for so many people, whether it is attaching to a new belief, like I am enough or I am lovable or sticking with inspired action, like continuing to find different avenues to meet new people, whether it's online or in person or telling your friends, hey, just so you know, I'm looking for this type of a human. Keep me in mind, right? So no matter if it's continuing to take that action, we want immediate gratification. We want to immediately believe that we're lovable. We want to immediately have that soulmate just drop out of thin air and we're magically just manifested what we want. And I think that there's a lot of mis- misunderstanding about law of attraction with that too, because so much of what it is, is consistent, diligent action, right? That is, is also consistent with your belief system, with your thoughts, which then obviously evokes consistent emotions and feelings. So that's such a testament because I think 
I hear it a lot as it relates to specific thoughts and opinions about self-worth and belief where Mm -hmm. people will be working through some things and it's like, I'm still not there yet. Forget it. Right. The critical factor kicks in. They go, fuck this. I'm out. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But then they go right back to manifesting all the shit they don't want. So it does. It absolutely is working. It's just a matter of how consistent do you want to be with those thoughts, those emotions, those beliefs and that action? Yes, it's so, so true. And I think that's one of the things that really eludes a lot of people is the fact that people think that they have this law of attraction and manifesting synonymous with that it's going to happen overnight or that it's going to happen fast. And, you know, it happens as fast as you get into alignment with, with everything that you need to be in alignment with, you know, and for a consistent period of time, if law of attraction worked so fast, then all the 50 to 70,000 thoughts that you think in any given day, you'd have all those things as well. And you don't want most of those things, you know, and, and unfortunately about 90% of the thoughts we think are negative and they're repetitive and they're the same thoughts that you thought yesterday, the day before, the year before. And so, yes, you're manifesting based on the old programming that you are, you know, still having wired into your subconscious mind. But the the key is you can rewire the subconscious mind to bring you what you want, but it's, it's going to take something. It's going to take, you got to be serious about it. It's not, easy to change the subconscious mind. I'm just telling, telling you right there. I mean, you can change. Sometimes you can change the subconscious mind in an instant because you yes. have some crazy epiphany um, yep. epiphany, or like some spark of, it could be a good, or it could be a bad heightened emotional experience. You can change those things pretty quickly, but you know, it it's rare. It's rare that something happens that quickly. It takes time. It just does. <laughs> well, and it's, that's what exactly what you were detailing in this, in your situation of manifesting your soulmate was you had emotional residue. That is the energetic clutter that arrests you from making it instant. And spoiler alert, we all have that from societal conditioning, from family of of origin, from all different scenarios that we've experienced in our life that has informed our beliefs largely before we were even, you know, eight years old. So That is a lot to contend with. And then pair that with a society that says, fix it now. Like Mm -hmm. we need everything done now. And so when you're talking about the healing arts or alternative healthcare, that's why everyone's like, just give me a fucking pill. Cause I would rather do anything other than heal myself or, you know, over a long process of time, right? It's so true. It's so true. And the thing is, is like, haven't you ever noticed how the fact that like anything that you want now, 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 now is going to like, it's, it's going to impact your vibration one way or another. If you knew, oh my God, in the next week, in the next month, that person is like appearing in my life. I just know it. Like you just knew that it was happening. 
you would have this feeling. You would be so excited. You would be so elated. You would be so blissful and you you wouldn't be putting out this negative vibration. Then what's going to happen is all of a sudden you're going to be filled with insights and ideas and hunches. Go there, make this phone call. You won't know why you're doing that, but it just kind of happens. And you can call that if, if there's any magic to this whatsoever. And I believe there's a fraction of this that is, is the magic. It's sure. only a fraction though. You right. have to be 110% committed. Then you get the magical stuff. <laughs> right. And the magical stuff is that out of the blue, you heard from somebody that you haven't heard from in six months. And this person turns out to be your soulmate and you never realized it, (laughs) which is how that happened for me. (laughs) Right. When I first started learning about this was probably in 07 ish, 06 ish when the secret was getting really big. And so everyone thought, Oh, let me just think about something for like two seconds and then it'll materialize. And there was a massive, massive piece missing in my opinion around action in that particular (laughs) uh, film, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of really sound principles that I think that we're, we're talking about now, but I remember somebody saying it's really quite simple. If, if you decided all of a sudden that you wanted to buy, let's say a yellow Ford F-150 truck, just out of the blue, this is, you had never thought about it before. And it just came on your radar. Now that that was an intention and that you believed that it was possible for yourself, you flip through your newspaper, let's say you will, a yellow Ford F-150 truck will catch your eye every time you're flipping through the the advertisements or anytime you're out on the street, if you're driving by the dealership, you will see it. You, because it has, you've turned the knob of focus to that one particular thing. And then it becomes the excitement of the emotion, right? And then the action steps. Okay. How much does that cost? How do I need, how do I want to accomplish that? How do I want to get it? I think people think that the manifestation is going to be some sort of magic situation Mm -hmm. where you have a long lost relative who magically shows up and drops a Ford F-150 yellow truck. (laughs) It's not that it's that you are actually going to figure out how to fucking pay for it and get out there and take the action. That's what I think a lot of people don't realize is it's, Oh, it's not going to equal any type of work or in your case, manifesting your soulmate, being open to this person coming back into my life or shedding all of this emotional baggage from a previous relationship, working on my belief systems, working. So I think that's one of the biggest things that people misconstrue is that, that it's going to be just incredibly easy. And then it's going to come from this outlandish source, like a crazy prince from a far off land all of a sudden decides that they are going to host a ball in our, in our city. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's the personal development. That's, you know, to me, um, you know, my very first love in off of hypnosis uh, was just 
helping people to discover personal development. And like the very first course I ever created was personal growth, uh, growth club. And I'll be honest with you, what I realized is that people don't want personal growth. That's not something that they're that most people are seeking. Yes, what they want is the thing that the personal growth would would give to them. Okay, which so in a way, law of attraction and all of its mystique is really just a carrot dangling in front of you, getting you to say, okay, you can have all this, but here's the personal growth work that you have to do in order to have that thing. And, you know, it's so true uh, about the car. I remember the first time I ever saw, like, I just, I happened to see this car. It was the Lexus RX 350. It was silver. And I saw that car and I said, what is that? That is, I love that car. Actually, it was a 330 before the 350 came out. And I'm like, I have to have that. After I saw that car the first time, it's like, whoa, this car is everywhere. I didn't, (laughs) but it was always everywhere. I just zoned in on it for the first time. And that's the thing, like anything that you've kind of put into your awareness, all of a sudden it becomes in abundance. You see the abundance of it. So then the other thing too, is letting go of exactly how things are going to manifest because When I bought that car, okay, I would like type all this stuff into cars.com and I wanted to, to pay a certain price for that car. And so I only was allowed to see the, uh, cars that were within the parameters that I typed in to cars.com. And I kept coming up with, no, 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 it doesn't, you know, I, I can't find this car that I, that I really want. So one day, literally, um, cause I was on my way back from checking that car out and I was literally in my car, my husband was driving and we were disappointed because it did just some, for whatever reason, it just didn't pan out. So I pull up my cars.com app. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put a price like I'm just going to put the exact parameters of what I want in cars.com. And I'm not even going to put a price. I'm just going to, what would this car cost? Well, the car would cost the full amount was like 2000 more than the amount that I had been searching. And I thought to myself, what is that over five years? Like, what is that 2000 over five years? Or can I negotiate that amount off, you know, so that I can get it to the amount that I really wanted to pay. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I went to the Lexus dealership. I bought that car. I negotiated. I essentially paid what I was going to pay had I just found a car in that dollar range. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I expanded the how I expanded my awareness. I lifted a parameter up and magically (laughs) the car appeared because I was open to the possibility that, you know, that car 
exists. And I manifested exactly what I wanted and really just didn't have to come out of pocket much more than I was planning to anyway. So that is such a testament. I mean, it it happens all the time with the things that we don't want, right? Like if we have this belief that we're not enough or that we're not lovable, or we're not going to find our soulmate, we keep finding evidence to support that. And so we will overlook that person that we work with who is really kind or really generous, or maybe possibly interested in us because we're focused on this other person who just said a really mean comment to us or this other rejection that we got because it supports the belief that you're not lovable. Just the same way, the minute you decided you were going to get that car, you saw it everywhere. It already existed everywhere, but you weren't attuned to it. You weren't aligned with it yet. So exactly. And just think about all the other things that, that now exist that you're just not even aware of. There's like so many things that now exist that only become known to you once you put your awareness on it. I mean, they say, you know, that ultimately awareness is what creates reality And in a way that's true because there's just all of the possibilities for everything are already there. They already exist. Every combination of every possible scenario is already there. It already exists. Once you put your focus on it, then you can begin to draw that closer and closer to you. And eventually you will, you, you know, you'll manifest the how you'll manifest the way to bring that to you. So I want to know if there's somebody out here who's listening and they've been stuck in maybe in the place that you were at when you knew you wanted to have this great love in your life and they're listening and they're going, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But where do I start? What would be the first step that you would give to them? I do have my book. I will say (laughs) manifest your soulmate. So that's definitely a, a step. The very first thing is to make a list of your top qualities that you want to have in this person. And, you know, and really just allow yourself to brainstorm and you can use go back into some of your old relationships. What did you like? What did you not like? And make a list of the things that you liked about those relationships and forget about the things that you don't like, because you'll manifest those too, if you put too much focus on that. So only thinking about the thing that you, uh, that, that you like now, if, if there are things from those past relationships that you didn't like, what is the opposite of that? Mm -hmm. What would you rather have instead? So write those down too. And then you can even just go, you know, like think about your friends relationships, you know, what is it that you like about their relationships? So come up with about 20 things that you can really put on, on your list. And, you know, and some of those are going to be non-negotiables. Some of those are going to be negotiables, but really making that list and then taking that list really and making yourself like a desire statement 
from that list. It's something that really helps you to stay focused on every single day. You're either going to read that you read, you know, you're going to say it out loud and, and just, and, and begin to really imagine that you're bringing that person um, into your life. So that's one technique that you can definitely do. Um, Another technique that you can definitely do as well is taking a look at that list and asking yourself, honestly, where am I, you know, on this list? If you're asking for somebody who's got a positive attitude and into personal development, or they're, they're in great shape, or they're super intelligent, or whatever it is that you want, you got to ask yourself, am I these things you again, you ultimately manifest the things that you are. So you want to be putting yourself in, you know, into the growth, growing and becoming the person that you say that you want. And then of course, taking all of this information about who you're becoming and uh, who you're manifesting and really just programming that into the subconscious mind through hypnosis, through doing the affirmations, through visualization, all of that, because it it really is going to help you to do this so much easier if you have the subconscious mind on board and not fighting with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just a few things really where, where you can begin if you're just starting out. It's, I was grinning like an idiot as you were describing that because a few episodes ago, uh, episode 401, I did a whole exercise on specifically this this list. So it's, I'm glad to hear that we're totally on the same page with that. So (laughs) if anybody wants like a workbook around that, please check out episode 401 or go swing by Victoria's website, which will be in the show notes. And you can check out her book that's specifically about this as well. So yay. I love that so much. Where can people find out more about you? I know we said we'll throw this stuff in the show notes, but I know you have a really kick-ass app that I love because I'm obsessed with your voice. And if you've ever done hypnosis, anybody out there, it's so incredibly important that you like the person's voice. (laughs) Tell it, tell everybody a little bit more about that. Where can you find out more about me and all the things? So it's victoriamgallagher.com. I have this amazing app and I absolutely love what I do. I mean, this was the, what, this was really where I started was just, you know, doing the hypnotic recordings. I became mm-hmm. a hypnotherapist for that. Like this is my purpose. Yes. You know, yes. this, this was my purpose. HypnoCloud is, is an app that has over 500 of my own, uh, hypnosis recordings that I've recorded over the years. And one of them being on law of attraction mastery and another one of them being on attracting your soulmate. So if anybody's like listening to this right now and they want to attract their soulmate, that's one of the free ones that you yes. get just from downloading the app. Those are just a couple of the things that I do. <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. I was actually just listening to your law of attraction that everybody could get. It's part of the, the freebie collection. And so you can get a real feel for Victoria and 
I just adore you. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. Yeah, I loved having you on my show as well. I, I just have really enjoyed getting to know you and meeting you. And and I'm just, it's an honor and a privilege to get to be on your show as well. Oh, internet friends. It's so great. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us. I hope everybody got some really great nuggets from today. Take care, Victoria. Take care. You too. Thanks, Amy. I am hoping that you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Next week, we are going to be starting a new series where we're going to be talking about taking up space. And one of my very, very best friends will be a part of this series. I think you will love it. If you ever feel like you're a little too much or you're too sensitive or you don't think you're allowed to exist in the body that you have, this is going to be the series for you. Again, everything that you may have heard in this podcast today, you can find in links in the show notes if you want anything further I do so hope that you you check that out and we will see you around these parts next week here is to loving and living your most badass life 